You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. Welcome to the Twisted Sisters. This is how Allie always does introductions. Hi. I'm the worst. <laughs> Let's just jump into it. Hi. Nobody needs introductions. You know who we are. Allie Engren, Samantha Mello. <laughs> I need a very elaborate introduction. Can you give me a little bit more than that? I'm, I'm type D personality on the disc assessment. So if you know what that means, I'm very just direct, short, but I have a little bit of I in me, too, I will say. But, yeah. Anyways. What am I? I have never done that one before. You have. You're an I. You're a high I. High I. What yeah. is it? It means you're really good with people. You love people. You're an extrovert. Yeah. I'm a, a forced extrovert. Really? Yeah. That makes sense. You really are. Yeah. To a point. I love people. Don't get me wrong, but I just on your time, yeah, in your place, and beat around the bush. Get to the point. Don't talk <laughs> in circles with me. Get to the point. <laughs> I, I feel I, that I'm kind of like it depends on my mood. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. What's going on in your life, Allie? Let's talk about life. Oh my goodness. Well, if you've heard me or you haven't heard me on the podcast lately, it's because I've been running around like a, a squirrel on cocaine. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I was gonna say chicken with its head oh, cut off. But that's because it's spring real estate market and yeah, it's just been a lot. Yeah. Any What is a lot for the real estate world? What does that look like for you? Um it's different every day. Like people are like, oh, get to the basics of real estate. And it's like, there's no basic of yeah. real estate. Like every transaction is so different. Um, it's just the market's ever changing. Like rates just had a hike to five. Interest rate is 5%. So yeah. that's, we're going to see a little bit of a shift potentially here. Yeah. So we're going to go into it in a couple of weeks here. But yeah. 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 So I'm going to be buying a house for the first time and so I'm working on my loan application yeah. and we're going to walk through my little I guess I uh, what do you call it story how I'm going to go about it and we're just going to be open and honest yeah. what it's like mm-hmm. um I don't have any previous loans I feel like I've um I don't have co-signers so it's a whole different story for yeah. me but uh I don't have debt, which is good. That is good. But sometimes it's not good. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting. So I'm excited to bring you guys along my journey. Well, I don't know if I'm excited. I'm actually a little embarrassed and like scared. But I think that's like what's going to be so cool about it. Because I think everybody feels that way. They do. And it's just hard because you can Google it online. Like, what do I need to do? And everybody is always so scared to talk to a mortgage lender. Yeah. And I'm like, they're... The, Get, find a realtor that has good mortgage lenders because we're going to be able to. But what is it you. like? So like, like when you sometimes when you talk, it's like a foreign language to me. And I know like, and then that I think that's what scares me sometimes is because I go like, I don't know. I was never taught. Obviously, I don't know what we were being taught in high school. Nothing. I think square dancing. Square. I, I love that meme. <laughs> God, and you know, so it's like when you get into this, it's very 
intimidating, but yeah. I know talking to you, it's not at all, but it's really hard to wrap your head around things and not feel like an idiot. Well, and you're like... Not that you guys are making us feel no, that way, but, but you, it's scary. You're either going to hear really good news or you're going to hear really bad news. It's yeah. like getting your taxes done. Unless you're getting money back on your taxes, you're excited to do your taxes. <laughs> yeah, if you're so like true. me, where you have to pay I've in, been on both ends. Yeah. Like you put it off, put it off, put it off. I used to and, file an extension <laughs> every year. Yep. And this year I was like, boom, done. Right on the... T- <laughs> I know. Seriously, I had to file an extension. (laughs) (laughs) It sucks. Yes. So anyways, yes, it is really intimidating to actually go and be like, hey, mortgage lender. And where do you find a mortgage lender? And there's so many different kinds of mortgage lenders that not everybody is the same. So you have to compare apples to apples. And one might be really great at new construction and one might be really great with first time home buyers. And unless you actually know that, because a lot of people just walk into their bank and they go, hey, I want to apply for a mortgage. Well, there's other companies that can actually shop interest rates for you. Mm. So they're kind of like an insurance company, right? Where they're trying to find you the best rate, whether that's with Progressive or Geico or any anything with it. So Everybody's always like, find a mortgage lender first. No, I believe in finding a realtor first because we're going to be the ones that are helping you through the whole transaction. And guide you and somebody that'll be more efficient in the avenue that you're choosing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. that's, that's that. No, I think it's good to talk about that stuff. I'm excited when we do talk about it. I'm, like I said, it's, I'm a little nerve, nervous about it but I'm not nervous. It's just, it's like you said, it's hard to not take it as rejection or like you're failing, but you're not. It's just, it's like, I'm, I'm also very excited to hear like, what are the things I need to focus on and do so that I can get those done? And it's crazy how you can just do something for a month and boom, like your whole thing changes. And that's where people are like, oh, I need to pay my credit cards off. No, you don't potentially Go sit and talk with a mortgage lender. Don't go pay for those credit recovery things. Yeah. Go see because they'll tell you, go open this credit card and this credit card and pay them for six months. And all of a sudden your credit score will spike up. So there's so yeah. many there's so many things with it. So let the professional be the professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between that and like your FICO credit score? Because I feel like when I check that, it seems like it's so crazy yeah so there's different companies like credit karma like what are you checking it on do you just do it like so like wells fargo has a fico okay. credit score that just like will kind of like yeah. update you you don't have to like apply and so check. you have three different credit bureaus that but i well i was shocked it went down like 26 points because i had put a bunch of stuff on a credit card and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden i'm like what like how did my credit score jump down 26 points but it was just because I was close to my credit limit but I pay it off every month still so it's like then next month does it jump back up 26 points like that seems like so extreme it goes down much faster than it goes back up and it'll do little increments so it'll be like oh you get three points this month it's like why am I getting three points this month why am I not getting 26 that was just deducted off of mine for paying what I paid off you know yeah it feels like I'm doing all the right things because they're like yeah you got to use it so I use it and then all of a sudden it runs that one little split thing for the month and all of a sudden it's like oh nope just because we have it right here I'm like wait no everything's paid off right now literally all my credit cards are at zero and they go off of your FICO score but like you're with Wells Fargo so 
Wells which Fargo's, I'm leaving. Uh, <laughs> there's FICO score on their website, I guess you could say, could be different from what the lender yeah. is pulling too. So it's it's a combination of a million different things. Like I've heard Credit Karma is a complete lie, but then I've heard that it is it gives the accurate score. So I think it's just all different. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I've definitely been interested going through it all. It's a little overwhelming, but I get like that, like hyper focused, and then I get overwhelmed, and then I quit for a second. And that's majority of people. <laughs> it's it sucks. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I deal with this daily. I see people get super excited, and then one stupid collection comes in from 20 years ago, and all of a sudden it's like, oh well, actually you didn't pay this person. Like that one story of that woman that rented a movie and never returned the movie and went to go apply for a car or something and she couldn't she had like a felt almost a felony on her record that she had no idea about shut the front door over and it was her boyfriend who rented the vhs tape is what it was what (laughs) that is a wild story yes and so she had to like dispute all of this. I've had plenty of boyfriends who would do that to me, so I would not be surprised. I know how crazy is that. Ugh. I and yeah, I think the biggest thing too is when you're in, like when you get approved for a mortgage, like you don't put anything on your credit card. You, I've had people. I built and so I was with, I was in new construction, and I had these people who were building a house, and it was about a year out because it was a big house they went out and bought all this furniture for their new house and when it came time to purchase their new house they had to return all of that furniture because they weren't going to be able to qualify the closing was delayed like two and a half weeks and they had to pay all this money to the builder because they had to hold this house and yeah so don't spend and I always tell people don't spend anything just until after everything goes Mm -hmm. through because they still check it you have to go through a whole underwriting process and we'll dig more into that in a few weeks here but yeah Yeah. man I tell you I I get excited but then everybody's like it's I think what's hard in life is like you get excited about something and you just have like Debbie Downers around you sometimes it's like, what, in this market or this? It's like, you know what? Like, you have to do something at some point. You can't just stay stagnant forever. Oh, right. And there's ways around everything. Like, there's just a time and place for every single person. And well, I don't know. It's just, I think that goes, though, in so many different things. Like, yeah. remember, like, when we would tell people, like, yeah, we're going to start a podcast. And everybody's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, and you could just hear, like, what's it going to be about? Yeah. <laughs> people, or you could just hear the doubt, and it's like, okay, it's really hard to share my excitement about things. But at the same point, sometimes I know the more that I share about it, and then as people watch you hit those goals and do it and follow through, it's great to show people, like, hey, like, I'm. You can do I that. I do what too. I say. Yeah. And you can do what you say. Yeah. And who cares about. The way you get there or or whoever that doesn't think it's a good idea. It's your idea. It's your life. Live your life. And it has nothing to do with you. Usually it's like their own fears and their Mm -hmm. own things. And yeah. And then I kind of like, you know, I guess I've had to start viewing money as like very just, it's not, 
the focus is not on money. Money comes and goes. You always find more money. You can always make more money. You can always attract more money. Like, quit putting these limits on yourself. Like, well, and when you bless others, like, with when you do finally have that money and you can bless others, you find that more money comes in because you're able to bless others. It's There's a quote, and I'm trying to think what it is. When you live in abundance, oh, I should look it up. I'll look it up and post it with this episode. Yeah. But it's a no, really I good agree. quote. I think... I think that goes, when you say that kind of goes with like, when you kind of become in like a depressive state too of like, Scarcity. you just get so selfish or and not, yeah, I mean, you become just so self-involved and in your own head and they always say like one of, and I know this personally, like, and I think that's why having kids can help sometimes get you out of some of those funks because you have to focus on somebody else. Yes. But there is something about choosing to do and step out of your comfort zone and do something for somebody else that really does help Mm -hmm. like get you out of those mindsets right and places gratitude yeah gratitude Mm -hmm. and just it's just stuff it's just things right I feel like that was a hard thing for me like after I experienced such a hard loss was like people's obsessions with things and money and it was like you have you just could be gone at any minute and you're just obsessed with that and you're putting all this time and I had to like realize like that's not for me to tell anybody (laughs) it's not for me to like show anybody and even though like it's so easy to kind of get back into that mindset of like that's the society we live in is like grind and success and that's where your success is built Mm -hmm. off of Mm -hmm. no I agree because I find myself getting caught up in that a lot because I am with you know, real estates are kind of a different, is a different lifestyle. And I find myself trying to compare myself with other people who have, I've been in the business about 10 years now. And, you know, the ones that have been doing it for 30 some years, I just look at their lifestyle and I'm like, wow, I can't believe they have all of this. I want all this. And then I go, but Allie, you, you live in a decent home. You get to travel whenever you really want to. Yeah. Like you Your are freedom still. Yeah. You live the life that you want to live. So yeah. you could be married to your house or you can. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so true. That's so true. It is hard. I think it's hard to. I think you go in season. So don't you think? Yeah, I do. Like right now I'm crazy busy. But like how you were talking earlier, how like when you do lose somebody and you live life like I've just been watching you a little bit and I feel like we bounce off of one another sometimes and I'm like you're like Allie like it could be gone tomorrow like you just said like bringing I'm surprising my 13 year old Everett and bringing him to Universal Studios on Friday here which I'm so excited but just being like you know what this could not knock on wood but like this could be the last birthday that I get to celebrate with you know like it it's no it's it's hard because you don't want to think that way and you never want to think that you're going to lose somebody but it's so incredibly true Mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful for the things that we did like even up and leading until Matt passed like and now even it's like oh it's it's so true it's hard it's a hard balance because do you live for your future right and do you plan for a future also create a legacy which a lot of us have mm-hmm. you know 
dreams of doing or do you live in the moment and enjoy where you're at because tomorrow isn't guaranteed and I think there's a way to do both in a way like plan for the future yes plan for your retirement and all that kind of stuff do those things that you want to but don't just stick everything into that retirement and don't sacrifice relationship and sacrifice things for that don't right. you think well I think just like we taught live in the present if you want to go take that trip go take that trip because this could be your one opportunity to go on that trip and yeah. enjoy those times and those people that you're going like my mom's coming with like I'm so excited to hang out with my mom and my boys mm-hmm. and have this time together because we're never going to get this time back with them at these ages either I know isn't that kind of make you sad to yeah. think about too yeah yeah they it's grow true. up so quickly, and you're finding that out with Hayden. Ugh. Yeah, and we travel so much for his lacrosse and everything, but I can tell you traveling with him at this age is very different compared to when he was, like, your boys' ages. Like, mm-hmm. we would go, we had fun, and we could still, like, I could still plan, um, you know, Universal, and we would go, and we'd have fun, and now at his age it's very much like well why are we doing this and I don't really want to do that can't I just stay back or can't I you know and you don't know how far to push them and be like no you're gonna do this because I remember like as a kid being like that and then going and doing it like having an enjoying yeah. my time and thinking oh, okay that was a lot more fun than I realized it was gonna right. be but then also it's pretty miserable I don't know if you guys have ever brought your kids and they didn't want to do something it's pretty freaking miserable to like have a kid or a spouse or whoever and be like let's go do this and then they're miserable the whole time right and you're kind of like you know like I would have rather just left you I would have spent the money on myself and went somewhere else right (laughs) yeah it's so true and so it's 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 and I think he is grateful. I think you just are, you're, you're in those ages and it's, it's, yeah. I think we too, I start to, I'm panicking because I know that I don't have much time. And mm-hmm. so you're like, oh, you know what too, I was just talking to his dad, like we had him so young. And so for us to be able to do a bunch of this stuff right. now that he's older, like I think we get really excited to travel to these different cities and be like, because mm-hmm. we didn't get to see all this stuff growing up. Like right. I didn't get to go to DC and like, you know, like he didn't get to go do some of this. So when we go to these cities, you're like, oh, I'm so excited to check this stuff out. And he could care less. I, <laughs> I know. But it's I like, grew up traveling and I was a lot like that too. Like my parents were like, oh, let's go to Gettysburg. And I was like, why would I want to go to Gettysburg? But now I'm like, can I go to Gettysburg? How tan can I get on the beach? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. We went to Hawaii and yeah, me and Kara were literally like, how tan can we get? And then we ended up going on a boat and got fried and all of our tan peeled off. Karma. And we had no tan left. It was just <laughs> like I remember sitting in the airport, my mom's laughing at us. We were literally like, yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. <laughs> But I want to talk about like recapping these last nine episodes a little bit before we do get off because we weren't going to make this a long episode. Just a check in kind of with you guys. It's been a ride. It really has been. It's been exciting and it's also been challenging. I think, you know, we were we're releasing an episode once a week and I think we found our roles. Yeah. Don't you think that? Yeah. I feel like I don't think oh I do everything and I don't no. think you feel like oh you do everything no. like I think we've kind of found our little niches mm-hmm. 
but it is hard blending your life in with your niches as well as like accepting where you're at in life correct yeah (laughs) And just like I, we were just talking on the last episode how it's like you can't write anything right now. Ugh, yeah, I totally hit like a creative slum. And so like it's so nice for you to go write, but then I feel like guilty. Like I should be able to sit down and be like, Psh. but then at some point too though, I do think people don't want to read a whole like right. essay. Sometimes people like things short and sweet. So I think exactly. that's where we kind of, you, you balance things out in your waves of like somebody's going to meet you where you're at no matter where you're at Mm -hmm. like somebody's going to be like oh yeah perfect straight to the point and then somebody's going to be like oh I love that I needed to read that entire thing and it was funny and it was beautiful but it is like I've I don't know what triggered in me but I've been just well I should say I got off on my meds so I was on after Matt passed I was um, my ADHD was out of this world, so I ended up having to be medicated for that. And then I was on an antidepressant, anti-anxiety, Wellbutrin. Um, and then birth control for my hormones because I just had a baby and I was so out of whack. Mm-hmm. What else was I on? Well, so then um, between – and Vyvanse. I'm not on Adderall, but I'm on Vyvanse. And then um, I had like a, a – was an anti-anxiety like an Ativan yeah basically Mm -hmm. Ativan you know for at night or if I had anxiety at some points um so I was on everything for the last couple which I needed to be um when I medicated my ADHD that was a life changer for me um I don't know if the Wellbutrin was totally needed or not, but it, everything was working and I just rolled with it mm-hmm. because I had found kind of like a perfect little... I remember little... when you went through that, you were like, I finally feel great. Right. Because they put me on 500 different things yeah. and they'd be like, you need to be on this for an extended period of time. And I'd be like, no, if I feel like I was cloudy, I could tell if it was going to work within 24 hours or 48 hours or not. Like it just, it was instant, you know, like if an antipsychotic can work instantly, basically instantly, an antidepressant should be able to help you pretty quickly too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, and everybody's so different. So you learn that. And then I, I got COVID. So I was just having some issues. It wasn't helping in the ways that I felt like it was before I was, starting to get more irritable at the end of the day and so then they were upping my vivance and I don't know just these things and I'm like just much more anxious I felt like angry irritable anxious yeah and I was frustrated that I was feeling that way because I'm like why don't I shouldn't be feeling like this but it was like inside it wasn't in my mind Mm -hmm. it was like crawling out of your skin yeah it was like I was back to that feeling again that the meds were actually helping me with but now it wasn't helping so I was like, okay, are these helping? Is it not? And I think with all the work that I've done, it was like, okay, maybe it's time to get off of everything and kind of start fresh and see where I'm at. Well, it's kind of hard with life to be like, I'm just going to get off my stuff because you're going to get tired. You're going to have all these Detoxing. emotions. Like you don't know how your body is going to react. Like it's, it's just difficult. Well, then I ended up getting COVID and I was like, if I'm going to feel this shitty, <laughs> might as well just get off everything right, and I can't be around it. anybody for what, almost two weeks. Mm-hmm. So it was perfect. So how long ago was that? Right after the holidays, probably? January. Yeah. <laughs> She's I think like, we... I remember. <laughs> January 5th, actually. It was January 6th at 12 o'clock. I remember the exact time. Oh, whatever. 
I only remember because I had it too. It's like a week after. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, so then I got off of everything. I just quit. I stopped. And uh, cold turkey, which prob- is like probably against every, but that's how I am. All or nothing. And... Um, I was, I was tired. I went through a lot of emotional ups and downs and I'm still kind of balancing some of my emotions, but, um, I can tell you, I, I feel a lot better, but I'm, I think I'm processing things more now. I think there's things coming up and, um, I'm feeling more, which, um, I think because I had such strong emotions previously, it was important it was too much to feel it all. Like it was, it would send me over the edge. And so that's where I needed that help where it was almost those emotions weren't that strong anymore. So I didn't need that much help. But so it was also suppressing though, anything that I was feeling. So I think now I just, we had an anniversary. I had the holidays. I've got like, you know, talking about all of our stuff stirs it up and it's great but sometimes it can be heavy uh-huh. and it can really, for me, uh, grief really affects my body and how I feel and um, my body can just, and, and not to mention, I've been septic. I was sick. I, you know, right. like my body's been through a lot. So I feel like uh, that's really hard for me because you can get on a routine and you can feel so good and then all of a sudden your body just will kind of shut thing, down on right. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can get really tired and um and the weather's not helping because yeah. we live in minnesota and it's gray and dreary yeah. like when's the last time we saw the sun we saw it for like an hour two know. days ago i was so excited i went out to tahoe and i was like this is great i felt good and then i was ex- you know usually when i come back from vacation i feel like refreshed and new and i didn't have my kids and it went the complete opposite way but at the same point i had started up my vivance a while ago just kind of taking every day or every other day and because uh, I could tell my ADHD was it was a little bit tough, but um, I think that has a huge part of what's blocking my creativity in a weird way. Yeah. So I got back and I stopped that again, and um, I can slowly feel myself kind of. Yeah, I have my ADHD and I'm having a hard time sleeping. That's probably what I have the hardest time mm-hmm. not being on my medication is I don't sleep very well. Yeah. My mind kind of, I, have I play, I'll play music in my head all night. I like have these crazy wild dreams. <laughs> like it's like flying with the Riddler, but I'm figuring out what I need to do when I work out, when I exhaust myself in other ways, but now I finally have the ability to do that again. So I feel like I'm finally able to write a little bit yeah. more and think. Well, you just and get, I don't know. I have such, I don't know. What's I don't life and what is it? You know, that's like, just it. How like, much do you put on something? How much do you not? Right. When do you take responsibility? When do you not? When do you let yourself just be yeah. yourself without yeah. medicating? Like, right. But I know there's, you. some people just need to be on medicate. Like you yeah. said, it helped you when you needed it, but maybe you didn't need it for right. the rest of your life. And I had went my whole life without anything. Mm-hmm. And I think it, what scares me and I think why I panic and what will take, you know, something for it is because of how bad I did. Yes. I was like, I couldn't even walk into a grocery store without like, I couldn't process. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember where I was going. I would just, it, it was crazy. I couldn't process anything. And so I think one of my biggest fears is like going back, back into that. that place and not recognizing that you're spiraling back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
I have to acknowledge and we have to be grateful for all the work I've done and where I'm at and acknowledging. And so I think that's where I'm at now is like, okay, you've done the work, Sam. You're not going to go back to that, you know, and you've been there. You allowed yourself to be there. You're out of it and you might kind of stumble backwards. That's okay. You're going to have moments, ups and downs, but you're never going to be back in that exact place again. No, Until And you won't let yourself really like you'll do you know enough coping mechanisms at this point to get you through that yeah Mm -hmm. and uh, you know I'm working out and but all of a sudden my body like I pulled I swear I pulled a muscle in my toe <laughs> I went and worked out do all those things and then I go move furniture with Allie and I hear I think like I'm like big strong woman and then I pull a muscle in my toe in like the toe. first thing we do and I'm like what in the world and like Lorelai gets pink eye and she's sick and <laughs> Hayden, yeah, it's just, it's been I, funny. I get it. I had the same week like last week. I had one break his hand. I had, <laughs> I, I had one, my youngest son accidentally hit the neighbor boy with a bat. And like, it just, I'm like, and they don't know that they're going to Universal Studios. And so I'm like, you guys, like, I want to wrap you in you guys need bubble to get your wrap. shit together. Yes. Because I almost told them, like, we're going to Universal Studios. So you guys need to, like, be ultra careful that we're. <laughs> Although you do get in the front of the lines if they're, like, in a wheelchair or something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I had my girlfriend. She, I think she broke her leg. or I can't remember. But we got in the front of all the lines because she was in a wheelchair. They so. let you in. They let you on the ride yeah. with a broken bone. Yeah. Oh, if gosh. you have a cast on it. Yes. Well, my stepson is not coming to Universal Studios. So he is our cast guy (laughs) so there's no but Everett came home he's like oh I bruised my toe in volleyball and I'm like oh my gosh you're not gonna be able to walk at Universal Studios like I'm panicking like (laughs) suck it up yes exactly because I'm that mom like oh sorry you stubbed your toe you're crying we're fine let's go Kathy coffee yes exactly that's exactly where I get it from uh, love it. where my daughter's like a complete hypochondriac so that's fun too she's like everything hurts and I'm like you're fine let's go I'm trying to be sensitive but I can't I don't know how to be mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll figure it out you will absolutely uh, so yeah yeah that's... little updates in our lives right. I guess yeah. I'm so excited for your guys's trip I think that's gonna be awesome yeah I'm super excited too I'm excited to have a break because I think I put, gosh, between me and my partner, we put on 12 transactions under contract last month. And it's incredible. That's it. Yeah, it is incredible. But also we want to make sure we're treating everybody correctly too. So sometimes it might be a little too much, but Mm -hmm. everybody wanted to take advantage of the market. So it was like, let's do it. Yeah. Get her done. Yeah. Unfortunately, it'll be nice to rest. Yeah. Have a couple days. Not that I'm resting at Universal Studios, but. (laughs) But you get quality time with your kids. That's important. And it's sometimes you have to step away from your daily life because even though you try to have quality time at home, you're your phone's always right, going off absolutely. and you're always somewhere else where mm-hmm. for some reason when you have an excuse and I would put that almost parentheses or quotations not parentheses, is like uh you have an excuse because you're out of town yeah. and you get to say mm-hmm. I'm out of town leave mm-hmm. me alone but exactly. if you're at home and people like know that but you're like I have this event they're still gonna message you because right. for some reason you're still accessible yeah. because you're in yeah. the state but just going back to quality like quality time with your kids like it's so important quality versus quantity right yeah. because as they do grow older like Hayden like 
yeah. the quantity might lessen, but the quality yeah. is important in there. So. Yeah. And it, it does change what that looks like. Like last night, we went to go to bed and Lorelai wants to sleep in my room and I give her the option because we're trying to get rid of the nook. And I say, if you sleep in my room, then you don't get a nook. You sleep in your room. And she makes a choice. She goes, I see my, your guy's room. And so she'll like choose some of that sometimes. But it's like Hayden was on one side of my bed and Lorelai's on the other. And, um, you know, it's, it's like he needs that quality time and mm-hmm. he's there, but don't talk to him and don't touch him. Right. <laughs> but he wants to be in the room and he wants yes. to be there, you know, but like we can't. I'm finding that with Everett starting like he'll <laughs> so just come and sit. You just sit yeah. very quietly. You don't move. Don't say too much. <laughs> don't scare him. Right. And you just kind of slowly scooch a little closer. Maybe they like, they, he lets me rub his back or his head sometimes. So I, I like find sneak my sneak in there and do that. I find myself that I'm being too nitpicky with Everett. He gets really up. Like, I'll be like, oh, did you clean your ears? Because they look really dirty. <laughs> like, or he, And he's like, mom, just get. Like, every time I come up here, you're picking at me with something. So now he comes up and he's like, you got a zit on your forehead. And he tries to pop it. <laughs> like, okay, I, I need to monster. catch myself. Yeah. Like, maybe I shouldn't do those things. But I, then you also want to be protective, right? Where yeah. you're like, I don't want you to be the dirty kid in school. <laughs> clean yours man I know it is it's hard you're like like I said I'm like I I wrestle between it's like get over here and give me a flipping hug versus like okay I want to respect your space and I get you you know you don't want to force that on him either it is funny though because as soon as Hayden got up and left Lorelai's oh thank god basically and she was like you get in your spot I be in mine (laughs) and she did she was like mom you in your spot and she points little miss boss oh there his it's hysterical he was driving home from school and he was taking the corner a little a little uh a little uh exciting (laughs) and Laura goes ah and she's like oh my god him and I were laughing he was trying not to laugh but her I'm trying to what you were yes I'm trying to keep my composure and she's just letting him have it she's like oh my wow wow like she's oh we're dying and I I was like you did a good job that's good Thanks, Lorelai, for making seats like flipped over somehow. And I'm like, I thought we had that thing strapped in good, you know? Like, it was pretty funny. You only do that one time. I- <laughs> and then she goes, What did she say? We're, like, we're driving. And she goes, Ma, Mom. Uh, basically, she goes, You drive now. Like, she goes, You there. And I go, What? And she goes, You there. And I go, You want me to drive? She goes, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She was like, enough of him driving. It's your turn to drive again. And I'm oh, like, I don't want to. This is great. You can take sharp hey. corners. It's like, I get to sit. And he goes, driving's so boring. I'm like, tell me about it. Oh, gosh. I'm so glad. He- can you just take mine? Because I don't want to be in a vehicle with them. No. I will not. Can you imagine me in a vehicle with Everett when he's driving? <laughs> There's not going to be enough fake brake for you. No. Like- no. I'm my mother. I could not drive with my mother when I had my permit. I no. only drove with my stepdad because I was, she would freak out. My mom was like that too. And I, that's probably why I'm so much Calm. the opposite because yeah. it freaked me out. Yeah. And then I would make mistakes and I'd be like, you have to stop. But even as, as an older, we, we laugh because I'm like, I, you know, I, I do get from point A to point B yeah. somehow without right. anybody else telling me what to do. But oh, I get the anxiety when you're a passenger too. So I'm just turning you turn into your mother and I'm slowly turning into my mother. 
<laughs> Which is a good well, thing. It is a great thing. I just mean But it's like, all those things that I get you it used now. to have issues and you yeah. get it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's it like, is okay, funny. Yeah, I'm not getting in a vehicle with you. <laughs> uh, but we are excited. We're going to do an episode with our mothers. We are coming For up. Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And we are going to talk about what it was like. Kathy Coffee and Kathy Kwell. Got mm-hmm. the Kathys. And uh, we're going to go into depth of what it's like raising little Allie and little oh, Samantha. Gosh. Sorry, Mom. And I, I'm really scared and I feel bad. Some stuff. I just keep getting told I have my facts wrong, so I'm excited to (laughs) get the facts checked. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's been interesting going through some of this. I'm excited, but it is. I think we're all like a little like, "Ooh, this is gonna be good," but it's a little scary for all of us. We'll have it on video. It's gonna be emotional. It'll be probably housewives of. Some somebody's walking out with a wine glass. <laughs> Something might get broken. There might be some tears, laughing, swearing, swearing. Parental it's guidance. It's totally gonna be like Real Housewives of Lakeville style yes. with our moms. It's gonna be fun. So, I, you guys, we have some really good ones coming up. I'm excited to share, and I'm glad we got to do this little check in. Yeah, and awesome. Yeah, Allie's got to get back to. Uh, Real estate chaotic life. life. But I hope you guys have a good trip and thanks. We'll be in Arizona or not Arizona. We're gonna be in like, Florida. When are we going to Arizona? Allie and I are gonna be in Florida. We We're gonna have we have some interviews out there. Yeah. So keep Stay on listening. Tuned. Bye. <laughs>